The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what who deserves a shot in the United States. Look here, I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, everyone? Um, just sitting here, pull a double duty. But Don doesn't want something to happen because he thinks it's to be happening later on this week. So it's all about the drama, baby. It's all about the stories. Here's the thing. Here's, here's the th- here's the thing, though. Who? It's not going to be on nationwide TV. Well, yeah, it's not going to be on, okay, on, on cable because there's no games on Thursday. Well, Friday, whenever they play again. No, I mean, no, no, no. I'm just saying, if it's not going to be on, like, you know how ESPN and TNT has the, it's not going to be on TV. So they're not going to move their schedule around so they can say, oh, let's watch LeBron break this record. Don is is trying to steal the Booker of the Year from Tony Khan. Exactly. Why does this dude keep his free throws? Sorry. (laughs) God. Um, no, nah, I think LeBron is a LeBron is a showman, and LeBron understands TV. And he understands ratings, and so you know. Well, there's no game on Thursday, so it will only be the you either have the NBA package or you're in a local market. So, <sighs> Mo, the Terrapins probably miss so many free throws at the end. Damn! Hey, you don't want you don't want who um. They should hopes and ratings on them. I take that prop money for something else. They missed two free throws at the end of the game. That would uh, people do that. I'm going I'm be on uh, ESPN Sports Center. Bad beats. Oh, sorry. Freezing, freezing cold takes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yes, we're here with Mo, and we're also here with Mr. Samuel Kalunga, our Rawcast correspondent, and we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw um, and anything else that we uh, desire to tangent off onto. Um, guys, y'all want to talk about uh, SmackDown? Uh, Sami Zayn officially getting his title shot at Elimination Chamber against Roman with sneak attack at the end of the show. Um, so... What do you think about the execution, and uh, how do you think they're going to book themselves out of that particular night in uh, Montreal? Is it Montreal Screw Job or um, Elimination Chamber? Oh. Oh, didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, what if he aligns himself with Jake and then Jake screws with Sammy? 
But then that would make no sense because why, why did they go through that in the first place? Mm-hmm. There's a lot. They probably have a lot of avenues they can go down with the storyline. Do you think they're gonna have Cody come help Sammy? Hell no. <laughs> nah, I don't think that's, he's gonna be involved in any of that. That story is gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a separate storyline off right there. Okay. All right. All right. Um, that's hilarious, though. Uh, we'll get to, we'll get to that good part in the in shortly. Charlotte Flair retained against uh, Sonya Deville. <laughs> How many, how many shots is she gonna get now? Shawnee Deville getting cut, getting cuts and nicks and everything. She's going hard, bro. She's going hard. Well, wasn't it, wasn't yeah. that your girl or was that? Uh, That's me. That was me and Jade's um, girl. Yeah, you're like future future uh, champion or whatever you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something happened, but it probably could have if this thing with the um. The stalker hadn't happened, and they had to go away for three months or whatever. Three, it was. Exactly, because she was projecting kind of that way. She was at yeah. least, you know, getting towards the mix, but unfortunate things happen. Um, and now Mandy's out the company. Yeah, I think Mandy's going to be back though. I think Mandy's going to probably sit on the sidelines for maybe another month or two. And uh, making, yeah, yeah, so I was gonna say, like, as much as she's making now, she would have to come back with a fat contract, right? That's the only way I see her coming back. Mm. She's gonna come out, but come back to men. She detailed how her final day was. What happened? So, basically, you know, she did, she, you know, she said she was, um. She was told that her and um, Roxanne was going to have a match, but then the day of the, like, the show, she found out it was happening that night, so she was like, they didn't tell her ahead of time. They were just like, oh yeah, you're facing um, Roxanne tonight. And she was like, wait, something must be happening. And oh, right. I got gotcha. you. Oops, that is. <laughs> yeah, those, those omens must have been strong. Zayn of Vega Pipe was texting like, girl, you better get out. Wait. <laughs> 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 hey, um, well, well, who is this in the halftime uh, round table here? Um, Shaq. I know it's oh, Candy. No, you, you know, no. The, the young lady. Is that Candace Parker? Candace Parker. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice. I don't watch this all the time. Like I, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, well, they did a close up. I recognize her. Okay. Yeah, Ace is hot, I man. See. Candace, um, she, yeah, but Candace is going to be doing the, um, All-Star game, um, we go to All-Star game. Oh, that's cool. She, yeah. She's part of my, uh, NBA Live, um, like a little team that you get on the side. She's, she's on my, she's on my squad. I see. Anyway, I'm sorry, I can see you guys. Oh, well, no, 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 man, you know, we don't really have a, you know, we've had these long, extravagant shows, WrestleCast the past couple of weeks, and we just got Ron to talk about this week, so uh, there leaves a lot of room for this uh, you know, friendly little banter back and forth, and if you guys want to hear more of this, uh, tune in to the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh, cheap plug off the top. Um, it was a good one this week. <laughs> a real good one. They're always good, but yes, this one's particularly good, so pay the five and 
get the extra. Pay the five because Dawn won't pay the five. Um, <laughs> that's another inside joke. You out here exposing our business. I'm not, I'm, just, not, I'm, not, I'm not pulling back the curtain. Um, <laughs> I'm not pulling the curtain back. <laughs> I, I was going to say, um, after Sonya Deville had her incident and she came back, you know, they put her as a GM and they had her dressing like Janelle Monet. <laughs> they go full circle. Ah. This shit. This shit. Uh, at this time, we're going to look, 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 no context for the, um, for the dark man. <laughs> right. You, you, you gotta go, you gotta like go. I was doing last night for Raw, because <laughs> there was a lot of no context for that was doing for that one. <laughs> yeah, at the time, I'm like, I have to scroll up and like look at everything that's been said for like a, a whole long ass thread to find out what's, what you guys are talking about. Yeah, that's, that's why I love just going back and reading the tweets. Cause I, it's, it's just some funny stuff going on in the, in the threads. Yeah, sometimes what I'll do is, like, if I don't watch the show live with y'all, what I'll do is I'll go back and start the the broadcast tweets at the beginning and scroll through them as I get to the parts that I'm at. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, this is what people were talking in real time. So, yeah, it's kind of cool to kind of be like, oh, when this part happens, see y'all tweet about whatever came about. This is always fun, especially on Saturday mornings when I watch SmackDown on Saturdays. That's my new guilty pleasure. I kind of like watching it on Saturday mornings. Wake up, get my uh, Craig from Friday bowl of cereal. and uh, Yeah, we go to that because I'll be sitting there doing something. Next thing you know, hey, I'll see you liking or retweeting something else. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, Dawn's watching SmackDown. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, oh, he's watching SmackDown. I'm like, let me, let me just. Yep. It's just me getting my, going back to my childhood, you know, from 10 to 12 every Saturday as a kid. You know, it's one thing that's funny about LeBron. Every time I see that clip of him um, sitting in front row on Monday Night Raw, with the kindle stick, and he taking the picture stone cold with a flip phone, making a face. Hey, <laughs> on the flip phone, dang. Yeah, that's what he. That's like his first and second year in Cleveland. Probably his first year. Yeah, that's when they had the um, the baggy um, velour jumpsuits. Was the thing? No, them suits that they had at the draft night was definitely baggy. That's what old boy showed up to the Rock Nation brunch in. Oh yeah, um, Daniel Kaluga. <laughs> he had a Chase McGrady suit. <laughs> they was clowning the hell out of him. Yeah, there was also clowning that they want no food on them tables for it to be. No, they never too. they never sold pitches at the Brock, Rock Rock Nation brunch. Never sold. Never show the place for food. But they can show anybody that's there, drink their hand, take a picture, but never the food. You'll never get that. You know, sometimes you go out to eat and you take that picture, you play the food, like, yo, this is a good setup right here. Never. Oh, man. Anyway, this is a, it's not the extension of the dark match, so let's get the show on the road. All right. Moden yelled in like Vince from Gorilla. Stop wasting time. <laughs> Well, so hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm a, I definitely want to say something when we get to a certain point of the show that I, I'm sure that Vince was definitely re- reacting to. Right. Well, well, got some zingers over there. He's been writing <laughs> on, on the cards and stuff. <laughs> like just wrap it up <laughs> and doing the wrap it up thing on um, the Chappelle show. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, celebrating over here, um, Mo, because uh, my boy BFG came back to Twitter. Who? 
BFG, uh, what's his name? You follow him. Oh, he, um, he took, he took a, he took a sabbatical from him. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, he did. He was on Facebook, though. I, he was on I Facebook. don't want to, I don't want to expose his, uh, his government again. No, I no, 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 I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. All you have to do is say Suge Knight. It was all Suge Knight, yeah, Suge Knight. All you have to do is say Suge Knight, and then. <laughs> no, because I was like, because I, I thought everybody knew his first name, I was like. Nah, and I think it was first thing, and like half half the responses were like, "That's your name." See, look at the the way some of history low, and everybody saying watching greatness. Um, well, it's not really great. You go you on the dawn side with that one. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, that that whole Suge Knight thing was definitely been a long run to the joke. <laughs> like I can't believe nobody knew his name. Like, well, I mean, I knew it. Knew his name. I've known this dude longer than than Twitter. I met him like um, some years ago. Well, it's like the, when we do the, the tweet, the tweeting breeze. I met him at the third one. Oh, okay. Like. No, I mean, this to go back to Life Journal. That's how long I've known him. Man, you taking it back. The tweeting breeze. Good Lord. Damn, you said, hold up. He said Live Journal. Live yeah. Journal definitely. We used to be in the same, we used to be in the same uh, group. Like, there was like, it was basically Black Twitter, but not Black Twitter. It was called Black Folk on Live Journal. It's pretty cool. I, I, I wish I could have gotten into live journal, like you know how everybody used to talk about. Like, it. Well, I noticed that half the people on black on uh, in, in quote unquote black Twitter was on that page. Like half the names I, I noticed, I'm like, oh, I remember that person. Small world, small world. Anyway, we're not here. My, to talk my, about my, the, my internet history goes back that. to like goes back to the chat rooms, then like crushed by it, and all the little 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 form groups used to pop up and. Start seeing people like knowing people for man every day. <laughs> yeah, everybody just kind of migrated forth and came together. Yeah, everybody just jumps on the next social media thing, you know. Next thing you know, oh, I remember you for such and such. To be honest, I didn't think we'd still be on Twitter. <laughs> um, I thought we would have been on uh, Discord or Mastodon, but uh, they seem to have held it together pretty good. I love my Discord groups for like certain, you know, just certain people, you know, certain groups like. Or apps that I use, I like Discord for that. I was the one that told Don about Discord. He's like, I don't know what that is. I was like, All right, Don. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's out there. The Rasselcast Discord is there. It's just sitting there, waiting, waiting for the day for us to all migrate over and, and you know become one. Get happy. You have a Rasselcast Discord. Yeah. And you just tell me this now. Yeah, it's just sitting there. I mean, Sam, this is this is the BS I'm talking about. Yeah, you I don't mean, want to pay a five. He got a Discord. Don't. Well, it was it was more for the like it was like a bomb you know shelter. What? It was for a case you know of emergency. You know what? This, this is center. why. This is why. This is why I side with you, the jeweler, in the, in the whole family <laughs> yeah. thing. Because the Discord of her, the Discord of the Mastodon were basically like the dead hand in case like something happened. Wait, what the hell is? You know what? We we still we getting off the topic. This is this is us. When, when Simi's on here and we talk about everything else but wrestling. Oh, yeah, wrestling happens. That's our conversation. Raw was the only thing that really popped this week, so. Yeah. I mean, Raw has some good stuff this week. Oh, yeah. There's some great stuff on here. All right. Oh, definitely some great stuff. This is <clears> the reason why I say Paul Heyman is definitely got some, got some creative stuff going on in the background. You know, he's definitely going creative in the background. I've been saying this since he he got his role reduced on SmackDown, but I'm like, yo, he got he still got the power back there. <laughs> All righty. 
are we ready? We are ready. All right. Monday Night Raw, live from Orlando, Florida. Everybody didn't have to go far this this week. Yeah, right. It wasn't the um the Benadome again. <laughs> right. All right. Edge comes out with Beth Phoenix to cut a boring 20-minute promo. And here's the crowd. And as you notice, he coughs a feel on his wife two times. You know, yeah, so somebody caught cut um caught pops and feeling on her um at the rumble and took a picture of it. He was like, What? So I thought you got me, but come on. <laughs> that that was bold like, oh. as hell. Good lord. <laughs> Say what? I said that's bold as hell. He he had he had a grip on uh, the, at the rumble, he had a grip on that. I was like, Oh well, no, he came he came out you on bedroom face outside in, in public. <laughs> No, but it was funny. Like he did that, and they're walking down the aisle, and she turns over. She's like, "Stop!" <laughs> See, that's you, how you, you know, like you need to go back and watch it. You need to go back and watch it. It's funny. Alrighty. So Edge mentions how he put Judgment to get Day together because he saw a bunch of rising stars and talent, and knew they were destined for greatness. But now he, he hates them for what they've done. Uh, Judgment Day comes down without Rhea, and Dom explains that she isn't there because she's doing promotion for WrestleMania. Uh, Beth says that Rhea, actually Rhea isn't there because she knows she'll get served. <laughs> uh, Judgment Day Dang surrounds her. Surrounds the ring. That's another. That's another no context reference I can use for that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would do a you got served. Um, <laughs> All right, you got served. Um, give up in the end. <laughs> uh, Judgment Day surrounds the ring. They pounce. Tree prophets come out to help Edge. They're wearing the Orlando Magic. Um, yep. Uh, unis. You know they always got the you know. Yeah, they always do that. Where, wherever they, wherever they wore that, they got the the colors of the team and everything. See, see I noticed it only because they have the pinstripes as well. Man, Bianca be working her ass off because man, she must have the whole damn fifty-two weeks on her at home or something, so she know what color schemes to do for them boys every every week. <laughs> All right, but, um, so, also, Edge had right. made a um, a Jamiroquai reference. He's like, oh yeah. Virtual insanity. Look it up. Oh, he called them. He called them He's like, this is virtual insanity. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he said, "Virtual insanity kids, look it up." And all the kids are like, "What?" And then all of a sudden, you start seeing the him dance, him sliding down. Wait, so, so, which one is which one is supposed to be Jamiroquai? Yeah, Jamiroquai is the white. Oh, the white. No, no, he was. No, I don't. I don't know who Jamiroquai is. Oh, who was he calling Jamiroquai? Finn. I think we say he called Finn. <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> Because I wasn't sure. I was like, is he calling Dom that? No, no. I definitely call it Finn All right. So, uh, uh, Street Profits come out to help. Beth gives Dom the grand, the glam slam. Poor Dom. Mommy! Yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> uh, Adam Pierce comes out and says, you know what's not going to happen? This is what's not going to happen. He says, this is not happening tonight. He dismisses everyone except Damian Priest and Angela Dawkins. We have an eliminated achievement qualifier tonight. All right, so uh, Damian Priest versus Angelo Dawkins of the Nation Chamber qualifying match. Uh, after commercial, the match is underway. The action is hot and heavy. On the outside, Dawkins does the key leap pounce on Priest over the announce table. Uh, Priest later hits the broken arrow for a two count. Damian Priest keeps the momentum going, getting some offense on the outside. Back in the ring, they're back and forth. Priest hits a flatliner for a two count, sets Dawkins up for a finisher, and gets countered by a two count for a two count. Mm-hmm. Dawkins hits a swanton, but only gets two. He seems frustrated with himself, so they go back and forth some more. 
Priest hits out the heaven, gets the one, two, three, and Damien Priest now qualifies for the elimination chamber. I think they would would have both of the prophets in there. Your boy did good though, Mo. Your boy did good. You you tell me like I like I'm new to this. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, you know we give you shit just because you know Montez is a fucking comet, and you know uh, uh, Dawkins is like you know Saturn. I guess whatever. But <laughs> he's still impressive though. Put it on the, you put you put the, put you put Dawkins underneath the telescope, and he's very impressive. That was a good match. It's just that he's, he's just so overshadowed by Ford. Yeah, because Montez's charisma is just so. Well, that's the fact that Gloria? That's his mama? That's the wrong mama? Oh, never mind. <laughs> 14 away, dog. Continue uh, saying. Oh, snap. He scored, he scored two points in like five minutes. <laughs> what, what, what quarter are we in? Third quarter? Third quarter, sir. Halfway through or beginning? Not eight minutes. Well, nine minutes left. Oh, he, about, oh, he about to take a rest here in a little bit. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mo, he's gonna be like three points short, bro. But the thing is, if you if you want to do it on national TV, and then just be like, never mind. Let's keep going. It's not. <laughs> it's not 1993. It's 2023. Everybody, people have access. People have man, access. They're gonna stop. All the sports shows and show it. <laughs> LeBron is, uh, you know, two points away, live looking. Everything, uh, you know. I mean, like back in the day when I was younger, um, and I would, there were like certain moments in, like, for me, for in, like Texas Ranger history that I didn't get to see because it wasn't on local TV. Right. Um, like the Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. Right. It wasn't on TV. Eddie <laughs> um, Rogers' perfect game was not on TV. Me and Sam were the same way, wavelength for that But like, but now, nowadays, like, people can, if they want to see something, they're going to see it. There are ways around it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, let's see. All right. So, so, all right. So, Mo, who did this? Who, uh, who oh, I might go that. Head. I might go that for the regular show. Okay, that's only, that's only for like when we doing um when we doing um like um, using right after. Nah, yeah, live at the show. Thank you, Mo. I go every week. It takes the luster away. I go through the trouble of doing these beautiful notes, and <laughs> <laughs> it's only for the pay per view. That's like we, that's like us doing who we got every week. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Come on now. Oh God! <laughs> Four weeks away. Like, we, got... we, we need to drop the belt. We need to drop the belt. What's that? Drop the belt is the fantasy wrestling, the fantasy wrestling league that um you you have to watch. You can do Raw. I think it's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or AEW, and you have you have your draft, pick your wrestlers, and your wrestlers how your wrestlers perform each week. You get the points that way. It's not like a head to head. It's like a point based thing. You get like off a point every day. Okay, hey, that sounds. Uh, he's eight away. He gonna sit down now for the What's rest that? of the night. And not, not Wait, for the rest of the night, but for the he rest went, of this quarter, he's about to. He went from 16 to 8 in like five seconds or what, what happened? I turned away for a minute and this happens. He, he eight points away. He, he wants to sit down for the rest of the game. That's, not, that's, not for the rest <laughs> of the game, but for about, he get ready to sit down for the rest of this quarter in a little bit there. <laughs> All right. So uh, backstage, Adam Pierce is citing uh, the, what are they called? The Maximum Male Models yes. and Maxine. Uh, Chelsea Green appears doing her Kara act. 
<laughs> she wants to know why she isn't in the Elimination Chamber match. She just reminds her that she didn't last five seconds in the Royal Rumble. Uh, Karen Green then threatens to call Pierce's manager if he doesn't make it right. Only, only, um, the only content you can get is from only way place you can get this good content <laughs> for the Rebel game. Hey, right. watch more. Baron Corbin versus Dexter Loomis. Oh, Commentary God. mentions that GBL has been less than thrilled with Corbin's performance. Magic is so so. Uh, Loomis gets the victory. Alright, so it's big. Uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I was just like, why even bother? JBL looked like he 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 put he put the house on him and he homeless now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ricky Lynch with the backstage promo talking about her history with Bailey. She mentions Bailey talking about her family and attacking her with her minions. It's a very good old school promo, I think. I think Jim Cornette would be proud of this one. Um, I could totally see see this playing on like in NWA in 1985 if they allow right. women to speak. Um, she says she has more than one hand to play, and tonight maybe the night. <clears throat> All right, so now we're getting to the good part. <laughs> uh, top of the hour, Brock Lesnar is here. It's <laughs> <laughs> about uh, how Bobby Lashley has been on his mind all week. When he goes hunting, he goes fishing. When he has a big juicy steak in front of him, he thinks about Bobby Lashley. Uh, four, four or five hours after getting in bed with his wife, he thinks about Bobby Lashley. Boy. And so the joke on Twitter was like, so he has sex with his wife and then thinks about Bobby Lashley. All right, great. No, the whole, the, the, it was a couple of jokes flying. Um, like, Did I you see the like, drawing? I was like, Did you see the drawing? He's like, he said, he said, he said, he was like, and the way he paused and he said four or five hours later, I yeah. said, God, <laughs> that was five or but that was. Did you see like, the drawing? There was a drawing of like, there's a drawing of them two in bed, and then like in a little thought balloon, there's a picture of Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you know the scene from House Party where um, Full Force is riding down the street, and he's like, he said, "Man, he said, I mean, my, my woman, and everybody wax that ass." <laughs> he said, "I can take." He said, "Kid, he was like, they was like, somebody was like, yeah, Bobby Lashley popped up in his head." <laughs> And I was like four or five hours, and somebody said on um, somebody else says on um, Instagram said Sable wasn't stable. <laughs> <laughs> I said Sable be selling her ass off. God, yeah, that was hilarious. I was like, I was like, I saw. I was like, I understood that reference. <laughs> and then not, no, it was like so Sable. <laughs> so they said Sable couldn't sell. <laughs> right. Yeah, she sold for that one. All right, so, so, uh, so I was thinking Vince probably was watching. He was like, "God damn it, he's supposed to be a monster. He's not supposed to be making people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be kicking." He, I was saying this was still Vince control. He would be the champion, and we would be seeing him until WrestleMania. <laughs> that line about Seymour probably made Vince cry. Right. <laughs> he was like, hey, "That should have been me." Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> Let's see, y'all about to go down a slippery road now. <laughs> what? Talking about Vince and his discretions. Well, yeah, the, the opinions of, of, of this show. Of this show are... I'm not of that. Of I'm not of what Vince Man would really would do. <laughs> so that's a, the disclaimer that the uh, yeah. Chronicles, Chronicles gives every week. <laughs> We're um, we're, 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 we're just cutting up here. 
I said, yeah. if you want to see real, you just go on Twitter and that would be a lot worse. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, he has a contract that Bobby, he wants Bobby to sign. Uh, Bobby Lashley comes down and says he wants all his managers and lawyers to read over the contract before he signs it. Uh, for no reason, Bobby <laughs> Brock just gives him an F5. Uh, the crowd chants one more one time. More time. <laughs> he just picks him up and does it again. Black History Month. I said, this is Black History Month. <laughs> How could you? Uh, he goes, uh, in this $5 vest is this million-dollar contract. Contract. And then here comes Bobby Lashley walking out with nothing on him that calls $5. <laughs> $5. <laughs> I said, where you get a vest that's $5, sir? You get this from Goodwill? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Let's uh, see. The Garganos and Dexter are backstage. We wish Candace good luck. Uh, Nikki Cross is hanging around in the background. Um, what? Same. Um, LeBron mic'd up, told his sons that he's going for the record. So screw your narrative, Don DeLorente. It's <laughs> <laughs> so been the mode to the underscore recent agenda for the past hour and forty minutes on this. On this, listen, air. listen, y'all boy, they gonna be like, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, y'all have to listen to the dog match and then it carries over. My boy, Sam, my bad. That was pretty. Did they trade him? No. So they didn't trade him or that's not him. I can't tell. I, I knew they, 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 they were trying to get rid of Westbrook since he came since after last season. Because like all I saw on like on like some of my group chats were like, oh Westbrook is gone. Nah. Nah, he's still there. Oh, six away. He he's sitting down for the rest of the night. Six. Six away. He's sitting down for the rest of the night. He ain't breaking the record now. He's about to have a nice have himself with just chill. He's about to have a nice steak. He's about to have a nice spritz and everything, you know, a nice spritzer. <laughs> Alright, so the Gargano's and Dexter backstage with Candace with Candace to wish her good luck. Nikki Cross is hanging around in the Ooh, background. Dexter drew a picture for Candace. It's a picture of the Gargano's with their kids <laughs> and Nikki Cross too. <laughs> and this is confused. Turns around and sees Nikki and Nikki runs off like Skeletor in that meme. <laughs> so they're going to replace Indy with Nikki and I don't know oh, I it's not. the same. Oh, what? Replacing Indy with Nikki. For the way, I really hope. No, I know it, it doesn't. It doesn't hit. Terry's running, running, running rampant himself. So you know, he pulling up Dang. in Lambos and shit. Listen, money, money bags. <laughs> All right, so Candace, me again. I refuse to call her that other name, uh, <laughs> Carmilla. <laughs> Carmilla, Piper Niven, Elimination Chamber qualifying match, Fatal 4-Way. Carmilla is back. Piper squashes Mia and Candace, scares Carmilla, who screams and jumps out of the ring. Uh, Candace and Mia team up to go after Piper. Candace does a poison run on Mia, but Carmilla is the one who tries to capitalize. Piper squashes all the women, but only gets a two count. Mia Yim hits Carmilla with eat defeat, which actually looked really good. Right. Yeah, but only gets a two count when Piper drags Carmilla out of the ring. Candace hits a lion salt, but they don't call it that. But only gets a two count on Piper because Mia breaks up the count. Candace gets upset with Mia because her buddy is the one who broke up the bin. Piper sweeps the leg, tries a senton, but Candace moves. Carmilla gets Piper out, goes to work on Candace in the corner. Piper hits a cannonball on Candace, but before she can pin her, Carmilla gets Piper out again, goes for the pin, and wins at the injury in the elimination chamber. Mm, that was good. I like the ending. Yeah. He has like some straight heel stuff. Do job look good though. Or excuse me, Piper Nibble. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. 
Who is that? <laughs> Sorry, that person doesn't exist anymore. My bad. You should, I, I was just thinking about good times when, uh, uh, you know, you and Maria was there and she had a little dewdrop that was to her. Yeah. Well, you know, I, this I, rain. I, I was happy. I'm happy as now. <laughs> I was happy back then. For the sake of my wagering, I'm going to need LeBron to, like, get back in this game. I didn't know they were losing by them eight points. Oh, now, now, oh, oh, now he needs LeBron back in the game. Yeah, I thought the Lakers would handle their business. Um, Thunder ain't got no board. Oh, um, I, thought, I thought Don was going to call for someone that Nancy Kerrigan knew. <laughs> he's like, he's like, okay, <laughs> the um, the the king is in. <laughs> Take him out. <laughs> Sweet the leg. <laughs> oh, funny thing about um, so Mia, so so shout, so there's a tweet that came from Shout Benjamin's account that was praising um Mia Yim. And so the next the next tweet under that Shelton puts a video and said, Y'all know I sent that tweet. Yeah, I was <laughs> actually me, me and him laughing, <laughs> cracking up laughing. I'm still, I'm still, you already know, guard your phone. <laughs> I'm still I'm still dying, like and he was just trolling them on their wedding day. He was. <laughs> oh yeah, Shelton man, when they when MVP used to have his podcast and she would come on there sometimes. Yeah, they used to just give her the blues. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Aaron Corbin is backstage. He's asking JBL, "What are we going to eat?" Waffle and JBL House, was like, huh? "Absolutely nowhere." You, you don't the only winners get Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> JBL is upset and says Corbin is ruining his legacy. He calls Corbin a clown and says he does not belong near JBL. Corbin says he can do better, but JBL walks away and says, "Well, you can't polish a turd. I tried." <laughs> All the while, MVP is in the background chopping it up with Cedric and Shelton. Exactly. Her business back in effect, baby. Yeah. Is that uh, black next to him? Man, uh, Triple H is out here trying to reverse everything he can. Yep. Some things are hitting and some things aren't, but at least the effort has been there. Okay, question. At this point, would you want him to go? Would you want Gunther to go back to Walter? No, he 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 earned the Gunther yeah, name. Yeah, I, I mean it's the you know I I've asked, I mean, I'll still say Walter, but he he earned the Gunther name tag. Yeah, yeah, I stopped calling him Walter in my reviews for the most part. So yeah, he earned it. We didn't, we didn't say Bruce Lee, tall Bruce Lee Roy no more. No, no, sure not. All right, Candace is backstage hurting from her match. Piper charges at her, yells that she should. She's the one who should be going to WrestleMania. Mia Yim comes to Candice's aid. Piper says, "If either of them get in her way, in the, her way on the, her road to WrestleMania, they won't be so lucky next time." Mm-hmm. All right, <clears throat> I thought Academy versus uh, Shelton and Cedric, and guys, the hurt business is back open for business. Somebody needs to play the EPMD. <laughs> the back, back in business, yeah. Uh, let's see, Otis tosses around Sheldon like a ragdoll. His power slam looks devastating. Cedric does a dive to the outside of the gable. Gable catches him. It's an exploder. MVP yelling, shake it off, Cedric, shake it off. Uh, Otis gets a two count, but Sheldon interferes. Sheldon hits a Samoan drop on Otis. Gable gets in there. Cedric gets gets Cedric gets in the match. Hits a lumbar check on Gable and gets the 1-2-3 victory. This is this pretty cool. This is a short little match, but it's pretty good. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Otis, I don't know what they was doing. They was in there wrestling for real. (laughs) 
Well, both of them have that have that background, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess every once in a while we can get in there with somebody who can do it. You get a chance to show off. It's pretty fun. Right. Okay, so Miz is backstage. He's standing outside of Adam Pierce's office, waiting for an audience with him. Your boy Boogs walks out of Pierce's office. Uh, Miz wants to know how he got to see Pierce before Miz did. Miz blames his loss. His loss. No, he blames his loss last week uh, because he was not dressed to compete and he was not ready. He calls Pierce lazy and runs him down. But Pierce is standing right behind him. He was in a five thousand dollars suit, though. <laughs> right? Pierce then makes a match for next week between Miz and Boogs. As they walk off, Chelsea Green says she's about to go to the ring and she expects an opponent. Mm-hmm. All right then. Be careful what you ask for. All right, so the next match is Chelsea Green versus somebody. <laughs> uh, Corey Graves says that Chelsea acts as if her blooming onion came out over overcooked. <laughs> that is a throwback. Like, who was that from? That was from Chili's, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. What? Blue or, Blue or this, no, that's Outback. 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 Well, I remember from I remember seeing it first at Chili's, but I think it might have also been. Y'all remember Steak and Ale? I don't know if they had that over there. No, we ain't have Steak and Ale here in North Carolina. Yeah. We ain't. Yeah. We ain't that privileged, sir. That that was a, that that was when they closed down, like in the early nineties. But that that was a good place too. I think they had the Boomin' Onion as well. But anyway. Uh, Oscar comes out. Four points away. Oh, look at <laughs> Are we in this? We still in the third quarter? Yep. Oh, yeah, Minute 47. Get, yeah, you're going to get it. All right, so... Green's going to go home and go to sleep. Oscar... <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Oscar comes out. I guess she's at her opponent. Chelsea Green is beside herself. Raquel, Liv Morgan, Natalia, and Carmilla appear at ringside. Chelsea appears to have the upper hand on Oscar somehow. However, she cannot capitalize because she's distracted by the, the other competitors around the ring. Uh, Nikki Cross appears waving at Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea calls her crazy. She gets into it with Liv and Raquel, turns around, Oscar pounces, hitting a belly-to-back suplex, an Oscar kick, and puts her in the arm bar, forcing Chelsea to tap. And Corey asks, how is she going to call the manager without an arm? <laughs> <laughs> Guess that was a good word. <laughs> You know, the EST of WWE comes down to the stage. She calls out the other competitors. She's ready to see any of them at WrestleMania. All right. Should I take a good look at all of them around you? And I was like, okay, Minky, I see you, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously, I'm ready for her to go heel. There you go with that again. A few points away. He bought the, he bought the, um, he goes, shoot a three. He bought the sit down. And he bought the dogs. That's it. When she was talking about, like, take a good look, I thought she was going to bust out some Smokey Robinson. <laughs> the tricks of my tears, you know? Oh, gosh. Tears of a clown. He's <laughs> taking that, that emotion. <laughs> so Cody Rose comes out. He talks about Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman comes out. Cody says his father and his brother have a lot of names for Paul, but Cody only has one name for him, which is Mr. Oh, Heyman. man. <laughs> so good. Right off the bat. <laughs> he talks about how his family owes him a, a great deal of gratitude for helping them out that time he brought Dusty in the work ECW and helped him get his cut. Don, you saw that when it happened, right? Oh, yeah, man. I was so that, interested. That was, because that, that, was on, that was on TNN. Yeah, because Steve Carino, you know, would never bleed. He would never do any of the hardcore shit. He, would, he was always talking, you know, straight up wrestling. He was just straight, straight shooting wrestling. And then when he did the thing with Dusty, he finally bled. It was awesome. 
Yeah, I tweeted it. Y'all, everyone needs to go check that out. That, that was really, really that that crowd was really hyped for Dusty. Yeah, and but like I said, if you would have been following it and that whole two years worth of Steve Carino, it was an awesome payoff because it was like the old schoolest of old school people. He's about to wrestle. You know, what I'm saying it's a match you definitely didn't think he'd get. You know, juice in, but. This was right. it. This was the one. He had, he had a similar thing going in Ring of Honor for a minute. Oh, word. Yeah. But not like to that extent, though. Right. Steve Carino was slept on at ECW, especially at the end. <laughs> he was. Steve Carino is that dude that, like, when ECW, when, because he wasn't, he was signed to WCW for a minute. For a minute. When, when WCW folded, he's, he, he would admit, he admit straight up that he went and hid. <laughs> like, no, nobody heard from him. He wasn't answering phone calls or nothing. Yeah. Until he finally got that phone call, he's like, "Good." He's like, "And hey, we got to track him down." <laughs> like, you see, have you seen this man? They're like, "Track this one down." He's trying to get away from us. He really did, and he said he was getting. He said he was doing it too. All right, uh, so uh, he brought Dusty into work. ECW helped him get his confidence back. Paul Heyman talks about how Dusty helped shape the careers of every major WWE superstar in FCW, NXT, all except Cody. Mm. Uh, he mentions the last thing he told Paul before his death was that Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. Cody gets upset. No, wait, Paul, yeah, say it right. Say it right. He said you what? were his favorite son, but Roman was the son he always wanted. <laughs> and Cody gets mad and tells Paul not to try and bait him. And he's not going to take it out on Paul. He's going to take it out on Roman. At WrestleMania. He's like, see, I just wanted to win some titles. But y'all had to make it personal. So you wanted to be personal, now it's personal. And I'm not going to take it out on you, no, Paul. I'm going to take it out on your boy, Roman. I am the record titles Personal. He was like, good, now I, can, now I can go home. <laughs> go to sleep. Green was standing up and said, up. Can I have you a little bit of music? Can I have you a nice warm milk? 10.9 seconds left in the third, Don. And oh. the record's broken so much for your narrative of yeah, ta. This ain't <laughs> <laughs> WWE. We gotta come back next week to watch on Raw. So you got you you gotta pay to see me break the record, right? <laughs> Congratulations to LeBron. And they're uh, still losing. Yeah, they need to go ahead and rectify that though. They need to uh, now. Now, they, now, now that this is out the way, they can. Um, Really focus on the game. Yeah, they need to. Uh, they need to cover these six points for wagering purposes. LeBron comes out there. There's Kareem. Yeah. They're probably gonna get blown out get now because they've been stopped the game for like twenty minutes and everything. That's what they. That's what they do. Oh, there's his his daughter, Savannah, out there. Yeah, Savannah out there. Right in the right What she got? What she? I'm not looking at that man, wife. Turn to the game, sir. Watch it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, but this promo, this promo was, uh, this thing right here was, yeah, that's amazing yeah. stuff right oh, there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, everyone, was was really talking, good. everyone was talking about this promo. Like, Jay from AEW was like, this was so good. This was good. Book, um, Bully Ray was saying this is probably the best that Heyman has ever done. Well, it was because you know, you know that real 
real life stuff is always good. And yes. then with the history that Paul Heyman has with Dusty all the way right. back from the eighties, you know, I mean, they could do this for the next six weeks and it would never get old because they got yep. so much, you know, to bank on, you know. Yeah, Paul I mean, this was this, this, this it wasn't like the whole pomp and circumstances with with the um with it um going on. It was just basically like a calm mellowed out promo and he was just like and Paul was like oh man you got me emotional he's got to come out here and do business you got me <laughs> emotional I said ooh it's about to get real interesting Paul Heyman's best promos have always been like off of real stuff like mm-hmm. let the bust our ass promo remember that yeah 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 alright so Montez Ford versus Elias in the Elimination Chamber Qualifier Austin Theory's on commentary. He says he has wrestled Montez Ford, but not Elias. So he's rooting for Elias. <laughs> now, the match itself is pretty standard. Ford hits a standing moonsault. They're hitting a crossbody onto Elias. Theory wonders if Bronson Reed can even fit in a pod. <laughs> That's got to be. Uh, Ford hits a dive over the top turnbuckle onto Elias, gets him back in the ring, frog splash, and Montez Ford wins, qualifying for the Elimination Chamber. After the match, Seth Rollins comes and jumps the barricade and attacks Austin Theory. The Austin Theory uh, was like, uh, they were talking about the cage match. Is like, Grace was like, what are you doing, Cole? I mean, what are you doing, Patrick? We got uh, the United States champion here, and you're over here talking about the main event. And Austin Theory is like, yeah, that's right. He's like, whenever I'm out here, I am the main event. I was like, okay, look at you, Theory. Trying to boost it up on the commentary. I got you. So here's the thing, they, they, they put the focus on him. He wasn't, you know, doing the dumb lackey stuff. It's like they're building him up. This is like what they've been talking about in regards to him. I like how like they were like talking about like Elias putting out an album and the, and, uh, the main uh, Kevin Patrick was like talking about like like Austin, can you sing it? He's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 beard, the kind of beard look that he's got makes him look much older and much more heelish. So he doesn't look so, he doesn't look so like I don't know what the word is, lame I guess would be the word I would search for, like he was when he was under Vince. Now he looks like, you know what I'm saying, if he threw a little leather jacket on over top of it, it's like, oh Triple H, okay, baby Triple H. Let's wait a moment right here. Just watching Silver, LeBron, and Kareem. This is good. I mean, two, two black men. History. Black history. Man. This is black history. This is black history, folks. <laughs> In the making. Yes. Black history going black history month. Congrats to LeBron James. Hey, I thought y'all was talking about wrestling. Why y'all talking about basketball? Well, you get the best of both worlds. <laughs> What's what is with the agenda? <laughs> oh, LeBron's crying. He's emotional. The kid from Akron. You no, know, I was watching this movie on. I was watching this movie on TV um, a couple weeks ago, and there it was a plot in the movie where the the guy was saying like his um he was friends with this kid from Akron who. Went on to be the one of the greatest players in the NBA, and I was just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> it, was, it, it was sitting around like in Ohio, and the guy was like, "And the guy, he's like, yeah, he's like, I had this, this friend, you know, back in the day, you know, he was always playing ball, and he just went on to be a, a, a mega superstar in the NBA." You know, you know what? Definitely, 
this is definitely, you know, even though Kobe's watching the spirit, I know he would be there, like right there on the sidelines, clapping in, clapping it up with, um, for um, LeBron too. This is like I'm saying, watching this. That's the one thing as a sports fan that I don't know how to reconcile this inside. I'm still, I'm, I still like, I, I, I like, you know, we're in the world without Kobe Bryant. Like, I, it's kind of like, we're out of the world without Michael Jackson. We out the world, a basketball world without Kobe Bryant. Like, I like Kobe yeah. 10 times yeah. more as ambassador basketball dad than I yeah. ever did as a player. And it's both where I was definitely like more of a big, a big fan of his. And it seems like for me, I feel like, man, did I miss something by viewing his career, his playing career so hardly or negatively or not having such a favorable thought of him as a player? You know, now toward the last couple of years or whatever, you know, it's like, oh, that's Kobe being Kobe, you know the warrior playing through stuff and just out there, even though he probably should go ahead and go home, you know, he's still trying to get that ring. But his post playing career, man, I was much more into, into him as what he was doing with the media and the, and the, you know, children's books and the animation and, you know, the women's basketball stuff. I was really into following that stuff with him. And yeah, that was the part that I really was like, man, I'm missing this. Because like you're saying, like all-star games and and these big events and finals and stuff like that, that he would be a part of that, you know, as an ambassador of the game, you know. Right. Um, oh, he has a magic now. <laughs> all right, Sam, go ahead and bring us all home. All right, let's see. Sam's like, I'm just chilling. <laughs> oh, no, I was watching. I was watching the game. No, we all we all like they like wait a minute y'all probably talking wrestling but y'all talking basketball. I'm like, well, listen, this happens in real time. <laughs> oh, hey, do your thing. I, I'm not complaining. Okay, so Bailey versus Becky Lynch steel cage match, and uh, this match had a pay per view big match feel. I don't know if y'all felt the same way. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. It build it up. Like, right, so, because like, well, because of happened on Raw thirty. So I'm glad it's so in a way. I'm glad it didn't have the raw thirty because it just gave us more content for this for last night. Mm-hmm. Right, I thought was, was I put down it seems like something feels like something got a Starcade, the the OG, not Ooh. the not the post Turner world. <laughs> I know I know what you're talking about. This is, that's a good that's a good look. That's a good look. Uh, let's see. Bailey right away tries to escape to the top of the cage. Becky, are we are we already on time? God damn, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Uh, okay. We'll have to get the Mo to the underscore reason the segment on the, <laughs> the back. Mo okay, so let's see. Tries to escape to the top of the cage. Becky denies her, saying they need to fight it out in the ring. Uh, Dakota's ringside and crunches along with Eo. Bailey tries to escape again, but Bailey Becky kicks the cage to knock her off. Becky, the hypocrite, seems like she's trying to escape too. <laughs> After telling her, like, we need to do it in the ring. Uh, Bailey joins her up there. Becky drives Bailey's face through the steel. Bailey hits a flying elbow for a two count. The two keep going back and forth with kicks and strikes. Becky hangs Bailey between the ropes and the leg drops the back of her head for a two count. I forgot what that was called. That's a move. I just forgot what it was. Uh, Becky drops Bailey over the ropes, her body thudding against the steel. Becky tries to crawl out of the cage door while Bailey no. Becky tries to crawl out of the cage door while Becky Bailey has a submission hold on her leg. Uh, ref Aja on the side, looking looking uh, presentable. 
uh, Bailey leader <laughs> hits a Bailey to Bailey while the, the Bailey to Bailey while the two are balanced along the top ropes. Uh, Bailey makes that climb out out again. The two make it to the top, straddling the cage, punching each other. Becky does a disarmor using the cage, cage's leverage. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Io tries to interfere, attacking Becky up on top, kicking her back into the ring. Dakota slides one of her crutches into the ring for Bailey. Having seen enough, Lita, of all people, comes out to help Becky. She pulls Io off the cage and takes Dakota's other crutch from her. Io tries to attack Lita, but Lita hits her with the crutch and a twist of fate, too. Uh, Lita begins stalking Dakota. Bailey tries to escape again, but Lita slams the door in her face. Becky grabs Bailey, hits a manhandle slam, and gets that 1-2-3 victory. Becky and Lita hug it out in the middle of the ring as we fade to black, and that is your Monday Night Raw. That was the uh, ending of the uh, Kerry Von Eric Ric Flair cage match. That, uh, right. <laughs> started off the Freebirds and Von Erics in Texas. Right. Oh, same ending. It was a good match. I mean, we knew they were going to deliver. They had two weeks. They were going to be the main event. You knew they were going to do it. Yeah, they, they were hyping it like they've been hyping yeah. it since they first announced the original one. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like look at look at all the graphics they put up constantly. No, I'm about to say they showed the Nike commercial with LeBron breaking the record and everything. Oh yeah, and you know Nike has always got their shit. They, 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 they can they were just like run it. <laughs> <laughs> Call TNT, run the commercial, damn it! <laughs> but look here, um, we're just gonna um, pay for this preemptive spot so whenever he breaks the record whenever <laughs> night just play this somebody sitting there and got a yeah, they said, oh he broke the record okay next commercial break press the button right yeah got that nike commercial queued up yeah all right next commercial break this press play and let it run but um no it was just effective leader wasn't advertised was just was definitely you know a good surprise right there they had advertised they, because you because they advertised Brock and everything else, but Lita coming out at the end. Do you think know. it? Do you think it hit? Do you think it would have hit harder if it was on Raw Thirty, or it would have been more expected because of the nature of that show? I think it would have been expected. So I think this probably this probably was this, this probably was the angle then. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure this was exactly what they were going to do. She was in, she was in Philly, but she didn't. Um, she didn't come to the show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is exactly what they they had planned for that. Yeah, they probably said, okay, so... Um, yeah, because everybody's complaining, like, well, Alita never came out, and Trish Stratus never came out. And now all these fantasy bookers are talking about, like, damage control versus Pecky and Alita and Trish. I'm like, well, no, I no, saw no, that, no. too. I said, I said well, that was it somebody, I saw somebody in our thing say it. Somebody was talking about, like, oh, no, they can have an WrestleMania. Like, People were talking about they wanted WrestleMania. No, nobody's saying that. It's just you. <laughs> well, sir, we ain't going to talk about your booking. I have just as much experience as Tony Khan, so be quiet. <laughs> oh, so you have an E-Fed too, sir? <laughs> I have a, man, I have my No Mercy Fed. I have, I have notebooks, dude. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. I, I used to have notebooks written. Oh, man. I would love to see the Senor, Senor Colombo booking. <laughs> Now they're showing that um, they got the, the, everybody, the, the, the celebrities, thinking LeBron. Oh, my goodness. Like I said, man, they just stopped the game for like 30 minutes. How's he? They, 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 did, they, did, they did the whole thing on the, um, on the, um, 
the the enemy the the in in game stop. Now they got these just showing the celebrities and everything. Brian might as well just go ahead and just do Jimmy Valiant and just go ahead and just go around and dap everybody up in the crowd. Shit, at this point, <laughs> go do a lap. <laughs> yeah, the lower bowl. Just right. everybody get some dap. So when does he hit forty thousand? That's gonna be the. Well, um, I think if I if I'm thinking correctly, I think they score. Uh, I was looking at Steph Curry. Uh, I think they scored anywhere between like twelve hundred and fifteen hundred uh-huh. points in a season. So kind of engage it off that. Got you. So yeah, if he stays within his current production, like two years, mm-hmm. about oh, the time okay. his son come in to uh, to play. Oh man! Nice. But, um, like I said, we'll get back to the show. Raw was pretty good. Pretty good episode. Yeah, like it didn't feel like three hours to, or four hours to me, like it usually does. Right. It was it, it was actually a good show. It was pacing was good. Had good matches. Good segments in the back. I wasn't really like they sitting just, there. Playing. They just got to figure out how to present more wrestling. Because when it gets late at night and you put in the match and then all of a sudden that bitch start and then they do about two or three passes in the ring and they go to commercial? Oh my gosh. Are you asking for me to go to sleep then? <laughs> like, I, I, mean, that's not, I mean, that's what it is. It's like they get, it's like we go to the house shows, you get all the wrestling, the, the, the silly shit, everything else. TV is like we have to play in certain spots and everything. So it's like we can't get all of this stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like, can we have a match start and finish within one block of TV time and not like everybody come down to the ring everybody get announced in the ring Every, the match start and then you wrestle for 45 seconds and then oh time to make a commercial like oh my god yeah commercials bro you gotta pay the bills I mean that's like you know hey LeBron two points away he got the ball coming up the court but oh <laughs> we gotta take this commercial break we'll be right back we gotta take a time out folks we'll be right back <laughs> Going to pitch in picture. He's like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Is that LeBron in AEW? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on TNT, so you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so another incredible episode of Monday Night Raw. Mo to the underscore Reese. Things have definitely been looking up for you since uh, Vince uh, got got out the got out the booking chair. And things have gone over to Triple H because this show, like y'all said, is much more enjoyable and uh, has better pacing than it did before when Vince was in charge. But uh, yep, it was with this was it way it had been um, definitely um, more foolery than anything else. All right, at this time we're gonna turn it over to Mister Mo to the underscore Reese for the Mo Meltzer news segment. All right, so um, let's see. Um, some stuff happening in the wrestling in the wrestling side today. So let's just talk. Um, Cody said he wants to present the Dusty Rhodes Classic Trophy to the future winners. I remember it was when they first unveiled it. He was there. I think he was there for that. Yeah. 
that was it. Yeah, they were still in the company then. Yeah. yeah. Was, well, he was doing independent stuff. Yeah. No, no, they weren't doing independent stuff. He was still doing, he was doing Stardust. Okay, all right. This is the Stardust gimmick, but um, he um wants to, just wants to present it, you know. I think it'll be a good look for them, for him to be together to do that presentation and everything. I wonder if uh, him and Triple H are going to have a sit down and if uh, he's going to relinquish to Triple H some of those trademarks for stuff like Bash at the Beach and all those trademarks he bought up when AEW first started, all the dusty stuff. Oh, you never know. I thought you, I thought you were going to say they're going to have a sit down about that, uh, about that throne thing. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, so about the throne, he's like, yeah. yeah, so, you know how it is. He's like, so, uh, what was that about? Well, he didn't even mention that in the, um, in the, um, thing when he said, I was, um, I was, he said, I don't know, we will bring this up often, but I was somewhere else. Oh, yeah, I was in trouble. trouble. <laughs> <clears throat> but, yeah, um, he's, yeah, that would be, that would definitely be an interesting conversation for the man. So about those trademarks, sir, um, you know, then we could get some of them so we can do that with NXT, you know, bash it to be, you know, you know, we got Halloween Havoc, bruh, so, you know, saying to you, but, um. Oh, I remember when they brought back Starcade and and Cody was mad about that. Oh, yeah. And, and it was running it as a, um. It's like a big house show. It wasn't even like a big house show. I was like, "Oh, you know, Vince was the ass for that." <laughs> and and, you know, and like one of the segments they had they they aired was like a Miz TV segment. Dang. I'm like, bro, all those matches that could have been, and you put right. it, you put a dang Miz TV on. It. But that's another thing I think where they fail with the network is they never put any of the real cool shit on the net. I mean, at the beginning they did like a couple of times. They did like the Christmas um, show from MSG. Uh, they did the the joint where Kofi got squashed by Brock. And oh, like, wow. oh, 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 in God. like eight seconds. I was, and I was I'm still here. While I was watching that, I'm gonna be up watching that. That's when we found out Michael Cole could actually do announcing without Vince in his ear. Yeah, well, that's because that's because Bucky Beaver wasn't there. Also, that's oh, why yeah. the like if you notice the production of that show, yeah, was actually really really good. It was really because like they were using Japanese um. Staff. Mm-hmm. As soon as like as soon as um as soon as they booked they they booked Kofi against Brock, I was like, I already knew what was, what was going to happen. And then they had the whole new day came out. This was new day was heels, and they I was like, this is going to be some bullshit. I said, why Kofi of all people? Anybody else in the company could have did. I was like, some bullshit. But well, anyway, did you ever see that that tweet more that some AEW fanboy was posting talking about uh? Uh, Roman Reigns could never headline uh, um, uh, Tokyo Dome. I was like, get the F out of here, man. Yeah, I saw that. That's what we're doing. Um, Alexa Bliss is on hiatus, so that whole thing at the end of um, the Rumble was her being written off. So she oh. hurt again? I don't know if she's hurt. She probably just... I hope she's not. I hope maybe she might be going to have an elective surgery or something. She might. I mean, she you know you know she she needs to take time off so she can go be Mascarita Sagrada in Mexico. <laughs> hey, Why? Why? Um, do y'all have reels? The, the station reels MLW Underground uh, premiered. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. So they went from Vice to to, to reels. Wow. 
they say um, it was saying that it was noted that she was going into the rumble that she was going to take time off. So this is already in the um oh, in the work. So she's not advertised for um the elimination chamber. So yeah, she may come back with a different look. You never know. Um. Oh, so this is the the big news of the day. Um, Jerry Lawler suffered a, a stroke on Monday. Oh man, that sucks. Oh yeah. man. Hopefully he's alright. Like you know, not. They said they said he went. He had surgery. They said he's awake. We could not wasn't able to talk. So yeah, that's the thing, man. Because you know those strokes are strokes are nasty, man. They usually deprive people of things like their speech, and uh, that'd be unfortunate for him. Yeah, that's what happened to my. That's what happened to uh, my former podcast partner. He, yeah, that's why we stopped doing our podcast because dude had a stroke and it took him a long time to recover his voice. Mm-hmm. It took him like up to two years, I think, for him to even. He's he's not even one hundred percent. He's like at maybe ninety right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that'll take you out. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, uh, prayers up to Jerry Lawler, man. Hopefully, uh, he's able to bounce back and and make a, a full recovery. Hopefully, it was a, a mild stroke and didn't suffer the effects for too long before he got help. Yeah. Um, so there's a, a, a indie wrestler, um, Jason Cade. Um, he's um, he's now a producer behind the scenes, so add that to the list, Don. Um, <laughs> and he apparently helped with the Rumble this year. Um, I think PJ Wilson brought him in. Uh, he took Shane's um, the, the spot Shane had last year. You know, Shane came in as kind of like the help with the Royal Rumble last yeah. year, and then tried to book himself. And uh, <laughs> that he did. Yeah. And Rick said, get the hell out of here. Standing up there. Every- <laughs> all right, I'm going to wait till all the Giants in the ring. Then I'm going to come in the ring and I'm going to punk out everybody. <laughs> Shane was like, Rick was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so he, um, they say he's working with the women, um, women's side and everything. So. He, he definitely helped. Um, he helped with um, the Rumble. And I think he said he helped with another match. Um, hold on. So does that mean Molly Holly is is falling back? Though no, she's still um, okay. She's still she's still there. Um. Oh, never mind. He um, he produced the. He produced one of the main events. I'll talk about why when I get to that. The hell are you sitting me saying? Something that I think ESPN or somebody tweeted. Oh, I'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I figured that. Yeah. Jordan, Kobe. Oh. Um. Yeah, so that should be good. That should be good. Some additional hands to help out with the with the women's matches, you know, getting them fine tuned up and everything. Um, summer Jam, Summer Jam, Summer Slam, <laughs> Summer Slam will be in Detroit. Put somebody up on that screen. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say who's gonna go up on the screen this time? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently, there's um, Dragon Lee was supposed to have you know how they do the crowd on the on the, um, the PLEs right or NXT when they have like the new debut wrestler supposed to be coming coming up and everything. He was supposed to be there 
and put it in that spot, but he got visa issues, so oh, he wasn't able to come. He had work, he had work visa issues, so he wasn't able to come to the show. That's so nice. Hopefully, there'll be that fixed. Mm-hmm. So, Eddie Kingston. So it's a lot of hours. It's more drama going around. It's supposed to be like I guess Eddie Kingston doesn't really see it for MJF. Uh, Eddie Kingston uh, seems like he doesn't see it for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, he just seems like he's you know for the most part just you know angry '90s guy. So yeah, I can see him not having a lot of time for MJF and his shenanigans. Have so, you ever seen his, his Twitter his Twitter page? I swear, it looks like somebody's Twitter from 1998. Right. <laughs> this is the, um, the, the the tweet that came out like early today. He said, well, I guess the podcast deal came out and it, it, it leaves now. It's now I don't like our, world's champ, our world champion. He said, well, folks, he ain't the only one I don't like. It's simple. If you're not a good person in my eyes, important in my eyes, then go fuck yourself. And it, so AEW can reach <laughs> yeah, I guess so he can retweet. He had a special Twitter that he can retweet, but um, he edited it so they can retweet it because the whole fucking everything is in there. Um, He says he's MJF, a real piece of shit. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't know why he's champion. He'll cry about the Tony. Then I'll get an email from Mega and HRs. You can't be called out world champion, a piece of shit. Yeah, so... You can't be calling nobody's world champion a piece of shit. You need to cease and, cease and cease that, sir. So he was basically saying, he was saying, let me list the, the, the people I do like. He said, number one, Mox. And then Stokely Hathaway comes and says, my cousins just suck new ports and roller papers on the Indies, so I got to be in the top 500. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say something like, let me list who I do like, and he's going to list himself. And that's it. Uh, you got any um, Ricky Starks news in there? Ricky Starks. No, nothing on Ricky Starks. Nothing on Ricky Starks and Swerve? Oh, snap. They did. Um, well, they, they, well, apparently they since made up, but it was real, real beef between them. Um, real beef between those two. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Uh, anything come out of the Jericho's cruise? Everybody make it back safely. Um, I, I didn't hear anything no major about that either. Okay, no news is good news. Hopefully, all those people don't have COVID when they return to their well, civilization. Well, there's there's a there's a podcast I listen to. He covers like paranormal topics, like ghosts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's good friends with Jericho, and he went on the Jericho cruise. I'm like, no! <laughs> you know, you're going to come back sick as hell. There's a hashtag, Justice for Nash Carter, floating around Twitter now. Um, trying to get him back. Yeah. So, and it looks like MJF was quoted on some tweets saying, part one, everyone's afraid to talk, and honestly, so I will, and he's saying, Zachary Wentz, Zachary Wentz is an anti-Semitic um, he lived with him and the fact that he's not on TV right now because a girl who got caught lying about abuse couldn't handle a breakup. Post a photo of him doing something that just as wild and then um, he said that he's checked on him, that Zachary checked on him when he, somebody called him Key, name is a Key this car and called him a kite and Zachary out his way to check on him when everyone else was a blind eye to him. 
And then he said something about um, Brian Danielson um, on Wednesday about wrestling. Um, I mean, who he wrestling? Um, Rush, Roosh, Roosh. Yeah, he wrestled Roosh and um, MJF is going to take out the flavor, the flavor of the month, take a shit out. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the dynamites have been pretty good now. Uh, like I said, you got me for an hour until I turn to ABC to see my folks on Abbott Elementary. Oh, All right. <laughs> All right. Did you see John hit a gusher this past week? Bruh. He, he loves to bleed. Moxley must bleed. He says a quote about he's not going to let his um he's not going to let AEW um fall to the wayside or something like that. He's going to you know make sure they they don't um be like a sinking ship or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you over here checking for Janine Teagues? You know what? You know what? You know what? In real real life, I always thought that Quinta was. Oh, Quinta! You know, oh, she's gorgeous. I always thought Quinta was. I always say that Quinta is fine. You know, I had a friend of mine who tried to who tried to clown me, come up, she wasn't all that. But then I see him, you know, soaking up her, you know, adoration of her, and I was like, oh, I was about to call him out, but I was like, no, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna be petty like she, that. She's on those uh, makeup commercials. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, I see him. I, I, listen, I've been seeing her in the commercial. I follow her. We friends on um, one of many friends, one of her many many friends on um, Facebook. Okay, <laughs> and, cool. I don't mean, and I don't mean like the the Facebook fan page. I mean like the actual Facebook account. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't be bothering people like that. I just I, I go on the show on the show page. I'm like a top fan and everything, and, you know. I left a comment on there and people be blowing up the comments. I'm like, oh my God, me too. I was like, that was like two <laughs> weeks about Abbott. And I had posted a gift of Gregory. You know the, you know the scene with Gregory when, um, when the kids ask about um, Janine grinding up on him at the club? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and, and, and when that, that happened, how his reaction was. <laughs> no, it was funny because like, Eva was like, well, that was, that looked like something at a church. What are you talking about? That wasn't nothing. <laughs> No, but um, no. I was just saying that's a great show. I, I love that show. Oh, oh, it's and that's, 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 that's hilarious. Every guy before I went until I turned the channel. <laughs> that, that Halloween uh, episode when they had the baby Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you be uh, part of those people who be uh, that Jim Cornette be talking about leaving in the fifty and sixty thousand range, huh? Goddamn right. <laughs> Oh, you got, you got bad money too. The, um, the funniest character on there is the janitor. He's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> the way he ties stuff together and everything, come with some interest. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, oh, what the hell are we talking about? Um, wrestling shit. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Made a bet. All right, what's we got? Dana Brooke versus Indy Hartwell, and the Good Brothers versus the Creed Brothers. <laughs> For real? Yes. Yeah, I'll check that out. I was wondering why I haven't seen them. In a, I was wondering why I hadn't seen them in a while. Probably because AJ hurt and they 
Oh, you know what? I just noticed I ain't seen AJ either. And and Carl Anderson had to go to Japan. Oh, he had to go do to go do the Yeah, he's gonna drive the title. To um, what's his name? The GOD dude, right? I forgot who did he drop it to. Who Don? Who who you asking? Who did he drop the Neverweight title to? And this is who we're talking about. Anderson. Carl Anderson. Oh, uh, Haleko. Hey, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, we were actually watched that and I didn't, didn't remember. Oh, you I'm know getting, what? Getting uh, hold on. I think the match that him and um, Tomatanga had was just a grudge match. I don't think it was the title. No, he was at Wrestle. What yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, Wrestle he was at Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. They, they hit a match against Tama. Yeah, he? but that was just yeah, a regular yeah. match. I don't think it was for the title. Yeah, I don't think it was for the title. Hard to believe. Oh man, you know that Elimination Chamber in Sasha's first match back of the same day. The, the wow. Battle of the Valley. Well, I mean, wow. Oh, speaking of which. I mean, it's not like she's going to be on New Japan's main roster. She's going to start on. Right. But here's the other thing. Um, Trinity is just going by Trinity on Instagram. She has the Trinity 5-2 on um, Instagram, and she taken up to that reference to WWE. So she was on. She was still on the roster page up until like like last week, I think. Like last week, I think. Oh well, that might be the issue. Yeah. Is 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 the alumni section. Let's take a look. She might be now, but like, because I, I picked out the roster and she was still on there. The main roster. The main roster. Uh, superstars. Um, that's wild. That is wild. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what are they like? Have like great women's tag teams, Uncle Dactyls, Cameron, and the other one. <laughs> Can't really other one. Count it. <laughs> no, she's still she's still on the main roster page. For now, it's it's interesting. Now. When, it's interesting when Zelina Vega was doing is doing she's doing the, the Street Fighter commentary. Um, she's doing it under her own name. I guess she had to learn. She had to learn from a uh, from old Sasha. From old Sasha. Yeah. Well, this game is close now. One twenty nine. One twenty two. Lakers still losing. Hey, I need them to have like a nine point um, swing. Swing, bada bada bada, swing. Oh, they got what's name in the State Farm commercials? The um, the dude that does the um, dude that does the um, the TikTok where he just puts his hands out there and just does, does a little hand justice thing. That he doing the State Farm commercial. He got the bag. Dog, we need to get the bag for this show. Hey man, I'm trying every day, bro. That's what I was trying to. I was trying to give us some AAA guests, but um, they, don't, they don't want to participate. I'm kidding. Listen, if we if we if, if we ever get a guest on here, 
Hey, but how did y'all get that guess? I'm like, listen, <laughs> we know people. My my number one get is is gonna be Nate Milton. That's the one That's I want. Dave, oh, Meltzer, the, Dave Meltzer was an assistant deceased. Who the hell was Mo Meltzer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don, I don't know if you notice this. Um, you know who Wei Ting is, right? Yeah, I don't know. Did you see the Wei Ting signs on Raw? Yeah, I did. So what was that about anyway? The guys who does post wrestling. The guys who host post wrestling. Wei and John. I met them in New York. I got a picture with them. Oh, word. That's been, uh, besides my own <laughs> podcast, that's the only wrestling podcast that I've been like, listening to since 2014. Oh, when they were still with the law? Mm-hmm. I think you might have introduced me to them. Because I think, because like what happened was I was, they were literally on the radio. On the radio, radio. On the radio, radio. And I was listening, I was like, I was talking about wrestling. Now, turn your mic on. Is that me or is that? No, it's Mo. I see it. Oh, okay. But no, I was like, man, they're talking because they used to do all kinds of things. Oh, tri- oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. good. They used to do trivia. They used to do all kinds of stuff on there. And I was like, oh, snap. They're actually on the radio. And then uh, I don't know if the company went under or they just got rid of the wrestling stuff. I think they got rid of the wrestling stuff. Yeah. But then they, they, they started doing their own thing on post. But uh, no, waiting is the man. Like, I actually met him before the meet and greet, like the day before they they popped up at the MLW show. And Wei was me and Wei were talking like like we know each other for years. Yeah, that's what's up. Like that that dude that dude's real. He's he's a real one. He's a real one. All right, Mo, you got anything else, sir? Oh, level up. Um, Pink Legend versus Kale Dixon. Last Legend versus Danny Palmer and Axiom versus Scripps. Uh, we're here for Last Legend. Don't win it only. You can't clone me. You okay. know, I think I read somewhere they were going to repackage her or something. I saw that too. Hopefully, uh-huh. hopefully, um, hopefully it works out for her. I think that I think like me and Miss Simi said, I think that her giving Amari Miller that concussion oh. really hurt her. And really, um, What's going on? I'm just tired. Kind of, um, you know, set her back a little bit in her development, but right. I think she got past that now, and she's been looking much better. Like, has she been featured since then? Not really. Like, she's just been doing the level up stuff. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Lashless because I think that she's, she, you know, she's different. She's bigger, you know what I'm saying? She's not like everybody else. So they definitely right. need her to be a major part of that women's division. I think she'll add a lot. Uh, Mo to the underscore Reese, you got any, any other topics or is he Mo Melson? He's, he's, a, he's, a little, uh, he's a little preoccupied at the moment. Oh, okay, okay. So I guess this is the... Uh, unofficial end to the Mo Meltzer <laughs> news segment. Um, Mo Meltzer had a, a run in, it looks like. Uh, all right, Sam, I'll turn it over to you, sir, at this point in time for your shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shout out to you guys, as always. Um, always out there doing your thing, the WrestleCast community, the CSPN as a whole. 
shout out to Mo, shout out to Classic, shout out to Mel. Uh, see, uh, shout out to everybody on Twitter, Simi, everybody who interacts with my weird shenanigans every day. Catch me uh, mon- well, Monday through Friday normally when I'm not doing this show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash recklessmage. We're currently doing uh, Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. I'm wrapping that up pretty soon because I'm almost, I'm almost done with the main quest. So check out my uh, my uh, clips that I've been putting on Twitter, twi- Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Check out my clips. They're, they're funny. That's about it. All right. Uh Moted underscore Rishi there. Hey, shout out to everybody. Um, great episode. I just want to laugh at us cutting up. I'll holler at y'all next week. All right, Mo. We appreciate that. Getting in and out on the shout out tip. Thank you to Mo to the underscore Reese and Mr. Samuel Kalunga for joining me here once again on the Rawcast. Thank you to Miss Simi and Miss Jade to the Max. And uh, everybody here on the staff at the uh, WrestleCast, we definitely appreciate everybody's hard work. Black Howling and Black Marvel, uh, those guys who run our Twitter spaces, uh, they're they're friendly up until Sunday at 6.30. And then their two teams are going to be duking it out in the Super Bowl. So that should be a lot of fun to hear those two guys agonize in the Twitter spaces over that particular game. Uh, just shout out to all the uh, gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast, all the WrestleBays. We greatly appreciate y'all supporting us and uh, rocking with us the way that y'all do. Like I said at the top of the show, become a patron over on the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Pay to five and get the extra content uh, from everything that we do here at the WrestleCast pre and post show uh, when it comes to our recordings. Go to CSPN.us. Uh, click keep our podcast free at the top of the page. Uh, do some shopping with our sponsors to help keep the podcast free each and every week. Rate and review the podcast through your podcast apps, iTunes, SoundCloud, Switch Radio, all those various places. Help us get our numbers up. So for Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and our Rawcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Colunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. And this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. The year was 2000. The till in my family had dried up a bit. Hard times became more than just a promo. Simply put, my family went broke. $100 in a Wachovia checking account for all of us. You need a visual aid for it. My dad doing local car commercials and not for the money. Just so that he could keep the car. Then he, he got a phone call. You called him. You told them ECW was in town. You told them that Steve Carino was gonna talk a little smack about him and that if he would just agree to appear on camera, if Dusty Rhodes would be on ECW, you would pay him and you would pay him well. You kept your word. In addition to the money, that we sorely needed. 
ECW gave my father his confidence back, and I can never, ever repay you for that. Thank you very much. This isn't about your dad. This is about you. This is about everything that you have fought for from the bottom all the way up, out the door, back in the door, to winning the Men's Royal Rumble, to main eventing WrestleMania. In my last conversation with your dad, he told me, You, Cody, were his favorite son. But Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. No! I'm just trying to win a wrestling championship, and everybody, everybody wants to make it personal. And that's what you just did, and you're not gonna pay for it, Mr. Heyman. Your boy, Roman Reigns, is going to pay for it at WrestleMania when I take those titles. Personally.